Hey, Josh. Yes, sir. Have you ever had the bejesus scared out of you? Wow, bejesus. I think that word might have just done it. <laughs> sure, haven't we all? Uh, yeah, I think so. So we're going to talk about that and more right here, right now, PodMax Live. Welcome to the PodMax Podcast. So let's talk about that word, but Jesus, that's a, um, have we known that word for a while or is it relatively new in our lexicon? To me, it's been around forever. I don't even know what that means to be honest. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's one of those words that like, you can't, you probably can't define if you have to, but when you hear it, you know what it is. Yeah. If you know the, you know, or somebody wants to Google it, please put it in the comments here. Let us know. What the heck? Where did bejesus come from? Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to highlight this because you said you have, I have as well, uh, had the lights, you know, daylight scared out of me. So sure. did you know and are you aware that one of the fastest growing genres, one of the fastest growing genres in podcasting is the horror genre? Hmm. Yeah. And. And an article that was put out recently, um, I think, believe it was The Guardian, but mainly about a show that the BBC is now producing mm -hmm. that's called The Battersea Poltergeist. Now, do you listen to shows outside of business podcasts? Before we go down this path, are we into our first segment? Oh, yeah, we are. We are. Which Great. is funny because usually our little uh, teaser at the beginning is something else. You know, like, yeah. like, like uh, Matthew McConaughey or something. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought this was interesting because it's going to dovetail right into our pro in the know. So thank you for pointing that out. Let's let let's hit it. Pro in the know. We're not wasting time here. We're going right mm -hmm. into it. Let's yeah, see. now it's official. It is official. <laughs> so the horror genre you're saying yes. has has scaled up. It has scaled up, but let's talk about genres in general first. You know, a lot of people, especially in our ecosystem um, in PodMax, is is business related, right? Uh, self development, self improvement. Uh, you know that genre. Uh, but do you listen to other sort of categories? Not on the regular. Although I know that as hosts and guests, really, it would benefit me greatly to just, you know, peek into as many different genres as possible, but admittedly not enough. So according to Statistica, the number one genre in podcasting is comedy. Oh, number two is the news, of course. And three, as we talked about earlier, is true crime. And that's the genre that, you know, outside of, you know, comedy and news is the most well-known as far as, you know, I, I thought it was at least number one or two uh, because of, and everyone knows this podcast called Serial, hmm. um, where it is a, a crime drama all coming through as an audible experience. So this interests the heck out of me, um, just like Bejesus, where <laughs> the horror genre is on the rise because I believe in this article is talking about the rise due to COVID and everything that's happening within the home and being trapped within four walls. Oh, wow. Although it's providing 
you know, entertainment through, you know, <laughs> something that's scaring the bejesus out of you, but also with horror and horror stories and ghost stories, there's an element of comfort because what you want to do is you want to sidle up next to someone, you know, and you, someone you love and want to grab a cozy, warm blanket. And, 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 and it, it, it makes me feel like it's the 1950s again, when everybody would gather around the radio hmm. and, and use theater of the mind in order to entertain themselves and their families. And what's really cool about this show called the Battersea Poltergeist is it's episodic. So, I mean, we're getting back to those days now with streaming where rather than binging, I think um, these companies, you know, Disney and all these gigantic corporations are realizing, let's not just give all of it, you know, because then they're going to watch it over a weekend. Why don't we release it every week? This is becoming new television format. So I love the podcast releasing episodes the way we do, but storytelling. What do you think? Mm. Yeah, I'm very, uh, what was the thing you said where one of the reasons they believe that it's escalating in popularity is because it's literally mirroring mm. the chaotic yeah. and, and vibe yeah. of, of all of our thoughts. Exactly. I, right? I will read the quote from this article. It says, it's a great time for horror. I have no doubt this is the creator of the show, uh, the Battersea or whatever, Poltergeist. Um, mm -hmm. I have no doubt that the ties into the uncertain times, This I have no doubt that this ties into the uncertain times that we live in. The boom in scary stories is not so much scratching an itch or delivering a desire, but more acting as a mirror in reflecting back the chaos and the fear that we are all feeling. Hmm. So, so I wonder if we are show hosts, quite obviously, but we're also individual show hosts, meaning we each have our individual shows. Looking back on the past year, and I'm just thinking about this for the first time in real time, would you think that there was an adjustment, either subtle or subconsciously, of the type of guests or conversations you've had that naturally reflected the frame of mind we're all in? Yeah, I'll need to, I'll need you to repeat that question or answer it yourself because I was uh, distracted here with the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're getting caught up on the, on the bejesus definition. Well, not only that, I'm trying to share the post. But yeah. Oh. Okay. Repeat the question and maybe you answer it. <laughs> yeah. So what you said was that horror is escalating in popularity. The creator of that show believes because in the past year, it's basically mirroring and echoing back the, where all of our heads are, the collective yeah. conscious, right? Of the past year. So that's why the horror genre is, is escalating. So I was just posing the question, if you were to look back on your show and the guests and the conversations you've had over the past year, would you think that they're also deliberately or subtly or subconsciously also mirroring back, even though we both run sort of traditional business centric shows with, you know, mindset and overcoming fear and living your best. Might those conversations have been altered as well because of the collective? A hundred percent. I mean, how do we not, you know, this is a global pandemic. There's everyone is being affected by it. So I think 
the first six to seven months of 2020, it was always an underlying tone or we taught, we addressed it directly, you know, me Mm. and a guest or me Mm. as a guest. Um, But now I feel like that is not on top of mind, right? It's not brought up as much, um, which is good, right? We're sort of getting back to normal. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, everyone's been affected. Everyone is, is everyone's business has been affected. Everyone's livelihoods and families have been affected in some way, shape or form. So, uh, it's interesting though. And, 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 and to be quite honest about this type of genre and what's happening in podcasting is I always associate podcasting with business. I always associate podcasting with our business mm. and, and self-development and, and, and absorbing information so that I can, you know, improve myself or business or those around me. I think I have to start exploring genres, you know, whether it's true crime or horror or, or, or go back. I used to listen to comedy shows. I used to listen to comedians. Uh, so, so it's interesting to be able to open that door because as we all together here talk about podcasts, it's usually very, very, uh, business oriented or related to business in some way, right. but, but, to be entertained again with theater of the mind. I mean, that's, that's fascinating. I, I, I'm, I'm really, uh, it's actually kind of scary because if you think about the horror genre itself, how it's evolved and in, in movies that I, I had to step away from it because I used to love it. I used to consume it all the mm. time. It was a, a regular thing, but I noticed the effect that it was having on my mind and, and just walking around my own house, you know, I would at night or I couldn't do it. Sometimes the fear that just, it gets, it gets threaded and it's, it's in your DNA if you're watching horror films all the time. Um, and it just, that uh, my wife basically was the reason why, like she, mm. I, I liken it to spicy food, right? Yeah. I married someone who didn't like spicy food. So I, I don't eat spicy food. I don't have a tolerance for it anymore because I don't have it. So hor- horror films, I don't have a tolerance for it because if I watch it, I'm like having nightmares. But look what our man, Jacob Riznicki wrote. He said, the more diverse the input you receive, the more open-minded you'll be able to be. And that goes along with what we always preach with we're, we're doing everything we can to be as professional in this industry as possible. And that's what we hope to impart on you, whether you're a professional or aspiring show host or guest, most typically both. What you need to do is you need to engage, indulge, understand the industry and what's out there. You can't just, first of all, you have to listen to shows. Mm -hmm. You probably should listen to more than business or just your industry's shows because you want to know the entire landscape goes back to my acting and film days. You want to call yourself an actor or filmmaker? Oh, you better watch every movie that you could possibly watch across all kinds of genres. So you learn what's out there and then you learn to see it and hear it in a different way. And then you start to hear the writing and you start to see the blocking, why the characters are moving there. Why did she pick up that pen in that moment as that deliberate action? It's subtle to the casual watcher but 
as, as a professional in any form, you're not casual. You're doing this for deliberate training and education. You know, I, I love the analogy of food. You know, we've all met people who only eat three things, right? They're like, I, I only eat these things. I don't like anything else. Well, just like what Jake said, and thank you, Jake, for that. Um, the more diverse your palate is, the more you're aware of what's of available, the more you've expanded your palate and, and, and can experience life. I mean, isn't that what life is about? Like we want to take it all, partake. Let's try, let's taste everything. So although yeah. horror scares me, I, you know, this article will open up my mind to again, um, genres. And then, and, and, and I, I was talking to you earlier, Josh, about how I used to listen to uh, Alex Bloomberg before Gimlet was Gimlet when he mm. had a podcast called Startup. And we in real time, and I highly recommend you go back in time and listen to this podcast called Startup, where you hear in real time. Yes, yes. Someone developing a business, talking to VCs and how nervous he was in yes, bed with his that. wife, yes. you know, interviewing her like, I'm going through this. What do you think, honey? She's like, you need to come, you know, like this. Right. Three in the morning, he's so, off. Yeah. Probably the best podcast I ever listened to. And at the and I listened to it as they were released, which was great because I heard the birth of Gimlet Media, which wow. as we all know in history was bought now, right? By Spotify. By, by yep. Spotify. Um, but I was such a fan of what Alex was doing that he was creating shows within the Gimlet Media umbrella. I listened to all of them. Why? In every startup episode, not every, but later on, he started promoting the next show that was about to be released. And you would hear snippets of that episode. And I was like, brilliant. I mean, we, I model and we model a lot of that now, right? By, yeah. by promoting other shows on shows. So it's brilliant. But I, that back then I listened to genres. I listened to, um, yeah. there was so something called mystery show. It does, it doesn't exist anymore, but it was so good. Uh, something starling. She was so good host and there was different types of of podcasts uh for entertainment and for uh, you know uh education but highly recommend like like josh said yeah taste and try yeah. yeah so there you go start poking around other genres and see what's possible in the podcast space now it's time for build it and they will come build it and they will come I'm excited about this because this past week, Eric, we officially uh, announced to people who were listening that we are creating a new division of PodMax and it's called PodMax Talent. What exactly is PodMax Talent? So we've been asked over and over and over again, why aren't you booking outside of PodMax events. Why do you only do the recordings at one, you know, event one day? That's what we thought. And that's what we wanted to be known for. And Josh and I always pushed away. We are not a podcast booking agency. Stop asking us to be a booking agency. Why? There's a certain stigma. And anyone who's listening, please raise your hand, make a comment here. There's a certain stigma attached to podcast booking agencies. Right. So Josh and I were like, we're never going to touch it. It's a hot mess. But if we ever did it, 
we here's the things we hate about it. Here's the things I think we could fix. And finally, we came to the realization. We were like, if we're going to do, are we talking about doing this? I think we're talking about doing this. We actually said, if we're doing it, we're going to do it right. We're going to fix what's broken and then we'll launch it. And we started it by calling it something different because it's not a podcast booking agency. It's called Pod Max Talent. And there's many reasons behind why we're calling it Pod Max Talent. One of which is we are going to bring people into the fold, people that are going to be clients, people that we're going to be working with that are talent, whether and in every various phase of their journey, whether they're starting or they're in the middle or they're they're Ed Milet on a TED Talk stage. So yeah, we're we're really excited about Podmax Talent. And now I love just the conversations we have behind the scenes because now it is our business vertical that we call, hey, talent. Is this person talented? Is this person part of talent? You know, we have different, you know, Podmax Academy, you know, yeah. Podmax Mixers. So there's a lot of cool things going on behind the scenes that we're really proud of. What I'm, what I really appreciated too, and I didn't even deliberately bring this to the table. I think you were even more excited about it than I first realized it. That yes, calling it talent out of the gate, I got it, I knew it, but you deliberately connected it to a standard Hollywood type talent agency. Now, okay, you're speaking to the uh, to the choir here, right? That's that's my whole history. I I love and adore that world. That's where I come from. So I'm not going to push against it. So just to have you see that and embrace it and get excited by it is really exciting because I like that we are, one of the conversations we had in our pre-production meeting this morning, I said, what I think's happening is by us deliberately not calling ourselves a booking agency because we're gonna turn all of that industry on its head and do things completely different. Like you said, fix the things that we know need to be fixed in that regard. It's that when we when we say talent, a, a segment of people are going to self-identify away from that and say, nope, not me. I'm not talented or I don't feel like that's a label I can embrace, which is okay, right? Yeah, 100%. What's interesting about what we've built, and that's why I'm, I'm so glad this is part of this segment, is um, an event, Right, an event that people can show up and and do their best and be their best. But then there were people that came through that said, "I've never been on a podcast, or I've only been on two or three. Can you help me?" So Josh brilliantly said, "Why don't we do this pre-training event where we actually have a conversation a week before the event, and we 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 show them the ropes, we do some dry runs, we test drive them, and and have them." feel what it would be like to speak on the mic and be interviewed. And we do mock interviews, right? So then it launched our, another business vertical, which is the Academy. It's, it's, it's training, right? It's training, speaker training, podcast training. So why wouldn't we, when those people graduate and become something that they weren't, Pertiti, for example, one of our clients is a prime example she had zero experience in the podcast industry about six months ago mind you yes and she has bloomed and blossomed into this amazing person on the mic that she's now launched her own show and i was fortunate enough to be and asked uh to be her first interview and i couldn't 
I couldn't believe how far she's come and how she recorded her first episode, which felt like her hundredth episode. Like she was such a pro, such a natural. So that the point being, anyone that comes through the PodMax event and pre-training could eventually come become a PodMax talent. Why? Because Josh and I and the team have gotten them to the point where now they can go out on the field and get tackled. They can go out in the field and slam that ball down at the goal because we've put them through training. We put them through the ropes. They were slamming into, I can't get away from this sports analogy, whatever they call those things that the football guy slam into. <laughs> but yeah, we caught them through the, the ringer so that they get to the point where now you're elevating into pod max talent where we get you on shows. And now everyone who's a host speaking to all you hosts out there, anyone who's a host knows and expects talent to come through as a guest because they came through pod max. And what's wonderful is we already have to the few dozen show hosts who come through our pod max events each and every month. They continually say that, I don't have to worry who's going to be a guest on my show at the event, because as you know, PodMax is about uh, matching the uh, entrepreneur and thought leader attendees with show hosts. And you record three, uh, three different episodes on three shows during the event that we help facilitate, sort of like speed dating for professional show hosts and their guests. But every show host always says, first of all, the level of skill and ability of the guests is just improving each and every time. That's because we are doing our job perfectly well and improving our game each and every time to get them prepped, polished, and ready for those appearances. But they always say, I don't have to worry who's going to be on my show because I trust that there's going to be the right people doing the right thing. And lo and behold, that's what we accomplished. And that's what we hope for PodMax talent, that eventually the show hosts on our bench, who we turn to time and time again to funnel through these incredible uh, entrepreneur talent as guests on their show, they're going to say, yeah, just, just, just get them on the show, set it up, put it on my calendar. I trust. Yeah. Yeah. And that's powerful. You know, when, when, when we've established that trust uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just grateful, super grateful. Yep. So yeah, we're on to the next segment here with, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever, where have I heard that voice before? <laughs> it is That's Eric so Cabral, funny. a little Easter egg, as they say, timely comment, if I may. Yeah, it's good stuff. So the question today is, have you ever had an episode that you thought was going to do one kind of number and surprised you in one way or another? Maybe you thought that, ah, this episode is going to take off. It's going to launch my career. It's going to reach four or five figure of digits. <laughs> and it didn't. Or the opposite, just out of the blue, you're one day you're checking your your numbers and you see randomly that one episode stands out and you're like, why in the world did that episode get 10, 50, or 100 times my average? Has that ever happened to you, Eric? Yeah, on, on, on both sides of the spectrum here where 
I've had shows where, like you said, I expected the numbers to be astronomical, you know, why? Because of the guests, because of the guests, you know, so say, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, for example, um, you know, got about average or below average downloads. Right. And, um, you know, when I had Jason Pfeiffer or Altucher, James Altucher on, I, I thought those shows would perform more than average above and beyond the average but yeah, wow. surprisingly no they're actually these episodes with people who are well known are below average and 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 my theory is that they are so they're they're all over the place they're saturated fully saturated uh the market so why would anyone specifically come to my shows to consume something they've said unless you know something they said, you know, was, was, was groundbreaking or they never said it before, but it's um, an interesting point. Let me just ask you a quick question. So, so you're saying the theory is, um, and I could, I could buy into this. If, if I see Eric Cabral had James Altucher on, which you did, and I know James and his story and his, all, everything he stands for and what he's up to. My thought is I don't got to listen to that show because I know yeah. I, I, I get it. I've heard it. That thing. Yeah. For example, have you ever listened to my episode with James Altucher? <laughs> chirp, chirp. <laughs> See what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So I think that that what you said and, and what I said, sort of that the, the, those yeah. are a couple of things. But then um, there are episodes where for the longest time I interviewed a no, 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 nobody knows who he is. I don't want to say nobody. The guy's yeah. ridiculously successful in his own right. Um, but uh, a neighbor of mine, he lives in my town. And when my show was starting, uh, we talked about his um, his family, his history, and he talked a lot about his father and his his influence on on, on his life and business. And I think the episode was named something like "How My Father, you know, helped me, and brought me to the next level," something like that. Wow. Um, that was uh, at the time my most downloaded episodes, three, four times more than any other episode in forever. I figured he would stay there. Right. And every time I saw him in the town or whatever at a meeting, I'd be like, dude, you know, you're my most downloaded episode. He goes, I think it's because my clients are very interested in me. Like I'd never do content. So that was the weird thing, right? He doesn't mm -hmm. do content. He's never out there. So friends, partners, clients, uh, uh, employees were very interested in hearing their bosses or partners story. So that's where I, I, I found maybe the most downloads are coming from. But recently looking at the numbers, I had something that was mind-blowing it was a huge spike not a little spike but a huge mass spike like basically a flat line compared you know to all the episodes yes. and I'm, I'm coming on 200 uh, catching up to you and it was it was up there skyrocketed so i look at it and it's thousands and thousands of downloads for one episode and i'm like this is this a mistake so i call the person that i interviewed um, did you have any media, you know, uh, appearances lately? Did something happen in the news? Did you have exposure outside of my show recently? Cause your episode has thousands of downloads, um, lately. And they were like, no. So it was, a, it was a mother daughter that I interviewed that owned a, a restaurant, uh, in Princeton, New Jersey. And they're like, no, we, nothing's happened. Nothing's changed. They said, it's probably because everyone's looking for answers. Restaurant owners and businesses are trying to figure out how to get their restaurant, you know, up and running out of these times. So I was like, holy smokes. And I said, you're probably right. And they gave an offer, Josh, 
to me and I didn't take advantage of. It's not too late, but they're like, you want to do a part two? I should have jumped all over it because it would have probably hit again. Right. But that was it. That that's that. Those are the two sort of instances. What was the title? Was it about like restaurant mother daughter team yeah. shares had a. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, so the, the name of their business. So this is a big plug to them is um, uh, Princeton Soup and Sandwich. And they're right in the heart of Princeton, New Jersey, uh, near to the campus. And um, I named the the episode Princeton Soup and Success. So maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe people that were was like, the uh, that was the title in the full. Title. Yeah, in full. Yeah, Princeton Soup and Success. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe restaurant owners were like, "I need to figure out how to be successful." So they didn't realize it's an old episode. But everyone mm -hmm. listened to it, downloaded it. And maybe it's showing up in local search because Princeton could be a popular term. I mean, you know, maybe. Princeton, yeah. it's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember when when all of this was hitting last year around this time, um, our friend Matt, Matt Faircloth, was literally stamping and titling everything that he was creating and producing. On He's a YouTube creator with COVID, with Corona, with all the, and, he, and it was spiking. Everything was just getting hit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I can't stop naming my stuff or talking about it because everybody's watching it. Mm. So maybe I, I have to go back and look, but I don't know if those downloads were at the time. I, I think it was a little bit after, but wow. yeah, it is interesting. So there you go. Great, great stories on both sides. The, uh, the ones you thought wouldn't and the ones that you didn't did. So let's give a little recap. Pro in the Know was about yeah. how the horror genre is escalating most typically because of the collective conscious of our thoughts these days and our chaotic minds trying to grasp onto a sense of normalcy. And it's just echoing and mirroring back what's going on in our head. I'll make sure that we include the show notes to the article yeah. that we were referring to and, and, and statistics and all that. So be mm -hmm. on the lookout if you want to know more. And what did we talk about in Build It and They Will Come, Josh? It is PodMax Talent, which is technically open for business. We're in the uh, beginning stages of it, but we're starting to put feelers out for our first round of talent to come in and work with us and get on shows and do great things together. Podmax yeah. talent. Podmax talent. So when you're on our website, you know, if you're listening to this in the future, look for that. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to join us in talent or an event. And one of the many things that we're creating for you. So yeah, be on the lookout and hopefully you'll join our event just to our mixers, uh, which are free. Or, or the main events, uh, which happen every you know five to six weeks. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the mixer. I just want to interject that we had a mixer yesterday at the time of this recording. And we are now, April 16th is the next PodMax event. And from the following Friday forward, every Friday on the calendar at 11 a.m. Eastern for an hour, we're going to have uh, an ongoing date of our mixer open to the public open to you, open to everybody uh, who has been and wants to experience who we are and what we do, the mixer is for you. Yeah. So be on the lookout. We're coming to you and, and we're, we're always available. And then have you ever, yeah. have you ever had a show that outperformed or didn't 
<laughs> and sort of took you by surprise in one direction or another. And I love both of your examples. The, the quote unquote name guests you thought were going to outperform. And I think that that's now an industry known fact that can't count on that to be your, your savior. They, they don't do that. No, they won't promote it. Um, most likely. Mm -hmm. And, um, really it serves the purpose of, you know, aligning your brand with their brand. It's really, really the power in it. Sure. So there you go. That does it for this episode. Until we have, uh, we're going to bring in our usual host of the On Air Brands live show, which uh, in real time takes place immediately following this at 12 noon Eastern on the On Air Brands page. And anywhere that you consume your podcasts, look for On Air Brands. Let's bring on the host of the On Air Brands live show. It's Todd Genitasio. Stop it. Stop it. What is happening? I love it. I don't even I go. Just go. Oh, wait, wait, but let me describe before you speak. Todd is wearing, and I think it's Todd. He's got a <laughs> he's he's got a hood on and he's got big ass sunglasses on and, and, and a beard. And his full beard, usual, usual beard. So it's gotta be Todd. And and I'm sorry, Todd. Still don't talk. I'm I, I, we just have so much to say. What what one more quick comment, if I may. I would love to have Todd in all of our meetings like this. <laughs> I, I already, I, I want to see where we're going. It's sort of like Ali G. <laughs> so what are we doing? Is he going to speak with an accent? We're going dark today, guys. Mm. We're going dark today. Looks like you're already in the dark. So I this know, is that's... your day off? This is my, <laughs> this is my day. I got pulled in here. I didn't have my normal makeup crew, you right. know. Um. But we are dark today because let's flip the lights back on. Here we go. I, wish, I don't think you needed to. I don't think you needed to. You could have wrote out the episode like that. And it, it was, was a little uncomfortable, I'll be honest. But so uh, we are going dark today because, as everyone, all of our loyal subscribers know, uh, I took over as host for this season two. Uh, with you guys as my co-hosts, and it has been excellent. We've had a great time. And going forward, we are now transitioning into season three. And so we are taking uh, this week off, going dark, as uh, Josh, Josh uh, Ryan Seacrest Carey likes to call it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we are in a transition period. So we want to talk uh, today. And, and also, I need to wrap a little bit about the entertainment genre stuff, because mm. I'm, 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 I got some stuff about that, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we are going to be bringing in a new host. So next week, uh, the four of us will be wrapping, uh, introducing her. Uh, are we going to name drop? Are we name dropping? Sure. It's, it's your call. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're bringing on our new host for season three, who is the wonderful Amber Furman. So if you're part of the PodMax community, you're already familiar with her. Obviously, we, we love her to death, and that's why we've uh, been... Very grateful to have her come on board for season three. She is a uh, success architect. Um, she she's certified in neuro-linguistic programming. She's also a career attorney. So she's got a lot to bring to the table, yeah. particularly for us. What we really love about Amber in, re in regards to bringing on the on-air brand show is that she's had her own podcast for a while now to build her brand and business. And so she brings a lot to the table, not just from all of her professional experience, but also as someone who has 
launched and grown a show to help build her brand. So that's yeah. what our, you know, that's what our honor brand show is all about. So she's going to really bring a lot to the table next season, season three. So make sure you guys are subscribed there. That's onairbrands.com slash show to subscribe. And uh, very, very excited to bring in Amber and uh, all that she has to offer for our listeners. Amber is the quintessential, like living, breathing example of the Podmax community. Like mm. luck from the community, representing our brand to the fullest from day one. And really just like talking on the mic, off the mic, she is the same person. She is who she is. So we're really excited for yeah. you guys to be introduced to Amber if you don't already know her because she's got such a, a wonderful quality, um, uh, you know, just heart and, 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 and a prime example of, of, of entrepreneurship, you know, um, podcasting, uh, you know, confidence, but vulnerability. I mean, she's got it all. And we're, we're so, so excited to be getting us all together. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So very excited for season three to dive into all that stuff with Amber. Um, and, and really, you know, also shine her, you know, in, in the first episode where we're all together going into her background and, and her as a case study for, you know, not just pod max, but also having a show and media to build your brand and all that good stuff. Todd, not to put you on the spot, but what are some of your thoughts around season three? Oh man. Well, I, as you could see, I, you know, I have my whiteboard <laughs> full of notes behind me if you want. Beautiful mind. Um, no, I, I mean, I think, you know, we're going to really be talking about designing success for your show and business. That's, you know, obviously Amber's background. And, and um, while we still have to map out exactly the episode topics, I think I'm a huge, I, I want to say fan of neuro-linguistic programming. I think mm -hmm. it is just, you know, it is critical to understand that stuff when it comes to communications mm -hmm. and podcasting being a major communications platform, particularly, you know, in the, our genre of business and personal development, um, the way that you say things, the way that you pre-frame things, the way the, the sequence in the order of what you talk about, you know, on a week to week basis and on a segment to segment basis, um, mm. you know, it really creates the whole setting. Like Josh, what you were talking about before with the movies, right? Like when you watch movies as a professional, and you're watching all the deliberate actions of the scene and the casual watcher doesn't notice how they picked up the pen or how they said a word like this or whatever, but all of that sets the scene to create emotion and engagement with the audience of the movie or the show. And that same thing happens in all communication. And um, I'm excited to really, you know, unravel that as a topic mm. with Amber since she's certified in that stuff and how she uses that for her own shows and business. So. Yeah, I'm looking we forward to these episodes. These yeah, yeah, me too. We're going to also be introducing somewhere, somehow into our shows, uh, a wonderful woman that we met the other day named Jody Kringle, who's also about mm -hmm. audio experience. We're we're all going to have to and update our, brand. upgrade our our whole audio yeah. systems and settings. Now she's going to make voice us look bad. Voice, yeah, she's a real pro voice. Yeah, I'm glad she finally made her way into our world. Yeah. 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 So be on the lookout for her to, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to learn a lot, you know, and, 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 you know, experience what she has to bring to the table. So yeah. cool. Well, good. Here we are. All right. All right, boys. So yeah, thanks, Todd. Enjoy your day off brother. <laughs> and, uh, I hope we added value in your life today. We'll see you next week. Welcome to the Podmax podcast.